Hey, beautiful. Welcome back to Sisters on a Journey, a podcast for women who are on the path to finding their purpose, their peace, and their personal development. Today, I want to talk about feeling off track. I don't know if if you have also felt this way, but it's a weird feeling of, of being out of sorts, you know, like out of place is a, is a better word for it. Imagine having a puzzle of 20 pieces and that last you, you've connected all 19 pieces. You put the corners together, the middle, the picture is almost 100% clear, but the final piece that you're missing that you have in your hand doesn't fit. Turns out it's a piece from a different puzzle and it doesn't go in this particular picture. Well, that's how I've been feeling for the past uh, decade. Let's see, I'm, I'm 37 years old and yeah, I've been feeling like this for the past decade since I left what I thought was going to be my forever job. So let me just give you a little bit of background. And if you're anything like me, and if you're a woman in the United States of America, you might have had the same, a similar experience and you might be feeling the same way. My parents were very, not strict, but very particular about what their children were going to do. And their children were either going to go to college or go into the military. So my two sisters and myself, we went to college and my brother went into the military. My parents are from the South. So they come from a background of working very hard for what you have and making sure that your family is taken care of and that you're good people. You know, you go to church, you pay your taxes, you don't rob old ladies. That's a Thing that my mom says all the time. So that's that was my upbringing. I, I grew up in the church. I grew up in a very close-knit family where we were always there for each other, supportive of each other's endeavors at the kids' soccer games and piano recitals and, and, and choral concerts, all, all of that stuff. We were just there for everything for each other all the time. When I went off to college, I joined the Air National Guard in order for me to pay for my own education. I did, I did that because I didn't want my parents to have to pay for my education as well as my sisters. She and I are 18 months apart and we were going to be in college at the same time. So having two children in college at the same time, even though we were in in in-state universities, was going to be really expensive for them. Both my parents work full time. They had a home, but that extra expense was just going to stretch them too thin. And I didn't want to see them go through that. So I paid for my own college went off to, after I graduated, I moved back home and found a a full-time job right off the bat. I was probably 25 years old. So I had a couple odd jobs from when I graduated college. I graduated college, I was 22. I got my first full-time adult job, grown-up job when I was 25. And I worked at a, at a luxury hotel started off making $50,000 a year right off the bat. Straight, first time adult job, $50,000 annual salary with benefits, you know, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k. It was just amazing. So I did that. When I got the job, I said, okay, I'm being a grown up now. I need to buy a house. So I bought a house, 1,800 square feet, four bedrooms, three baths, fenced in backyard with a porch or with a patio and a deck and a two-car attached garage. I mean, I was living like a grown-up. Mind you, I was living by myself. So here I am with this college degree, this full-time adult job in this beautiful home, and I am unhappy. 
after three years of being at the job, I finally said, you know what? I need to leave this place because there is no place for me to grow. There's no place for me to share my artistic expression. I'm just too much of an artist and a weirdo. (laughs) I'm too much of a band geek to work in a job that doesn't let me express myself. So I knew I had to leave or I was going to, or I was going to basically kill who I was at my core. I was killing the person God made because I knew that I didn't want to be a, a, a pog, you know, or I, I, I guess a cog is the word, I think. A cog, a pog, a keg, a peg. A po- I don't know the word, but you know what I mean. Like, I didn't want to be just another link in the chain. I didn't want to be a piece of this big machine. I wanted to have the authority to go and build a new machine. You know, I wanted to, I wanted somebody to trust me with that task. And I just wasn't getting that at that particular job. And it was no offense to the people who worked there around me. They just, they just, the job did not provide what I needed to fulfill me as a person. So I left that job and here I am with a mortgage and a, and a bachelor's degree, but I'm unemployed. So how am I going to pay for this house? So I took on some more odd jobs and found a job on Craigslist that took me out of the country. So for four years, I worked on cruise ships. And while I was gone, I had a friend rent my house. And we went through some some struggles with that too, but that's for a later episode. But at least my mortgage was being paid. My, My home was being taken care of so that in the event I wanted to move back home, I would have a house to go back into, especially if I found another job. So after four years of working on the cruise ships, I moved back home. My older sister tells me, why don't you go and get your master's degree? You know, they're offering uh, assistantships. It'll help pay for college. So that's what I did. I applied for an assistantship. I applied for college, got the job and ended up uh, getting my master's degree. So after I have this master's degree, it's like, okay, now what are you going to do? What was expected of me to do was to teach. So I got a job at a university and I had been working there. I have been working there since January 2018. But recently, after this last spring semester, I was told that my campus is closing, closing and I needed to basically find what my next chapter was going to be, what my next financial opportunity, what what job was, what was my next job? Because this one was going to be leaving very soon. And the quote, I'm going to quote you something from the email. It says, I encourage you to seek employment elsewhere. Now that doesn't tell you that you need to go and get another job. Then I don't know what does, but here I am now it's the fall of 2019 and I am I'm still working at the university teaching one class and I, I sold my home so I don't have that anymore. I have a master's degree living in an apartment and I still haven't found the thing I'm supposed to be doing. So I and because of that because I often feel lost, I'm often looking for answers to help me find my way and help me at least feel better about myself. So I'm on YouTube a lot. Uh especially because I work part-time. You know what? I got a lot of time on my hands. I have a lot of free time, so why not go on YouTube and try to find some answers to the problems I'm having? One young lady I follow on YouTube, her name is Eileen Sue, but the name of her channel is Lavendaire. And she talks a lot about being an artist and finding, living an artist life. She even created a planner called the Artist of Life Workbook that just kind of helps you 
organize your thoughts, especially if you're creative, especially if you're an artist like myself. We just we're, we're thinking constantly. We're all over the place. And, and her workbook just kind of helps you write down your thoughts in an organized way and, and provides a space for you to come back to and revisit. Because sometimes as artists, we start working on one thing and then we change to another. We have, you know, shiny ball syndrome or shiny object syndrome where we're constantly moving on to the next thing because that next thing seems more interesting. But every now and again, we get some downtime and it's like, okay, let me revert back to the thing I talked about in this workbook helps you keep track about the bright idea you had in January. Now it's October and you want to remember the thing that was on your mind and revisit it and give it a, a, a second chance. But also... Uh, Lavender in one particular video was talking about being in alignment. And I want to talk about alignment really quickly. Alignment means to have everything you want being on the same wavelength. Okay. So imagine if, imagine your shoe closet. Okay. You don't put your stilettos next to your tennis shoes, then do sandals, then do pumps, then do boots, then do flip-flops. You do not. I know you don't. So don't even say, well, my closet. Nope, you're lying. We have everything in a row. So you won't have like one pair of stilettos, then a boot, then a tennis shoe, then a flip-flop. No, you're going to have all of your pumps. Then you're going to have all of your open toe, all of your stilettos, all of your tennis shoes, all of your flip-flops, all of your boots. That's how we organize our shoe closet because we want everything in alignment. We want every pump to be in the pump section. We want every boot to be in the boot section so that things look organized and in line in our closet. And that's the way we need to look at our lives. Everything we have going on in our lives needs to be in line with what we want our life to look like and what we want that passion, what we want our ideal life to be when it comes to everything that's in our life. So let's take, let's, let's break down the things that we have going on in our lives. It's our passion, what we really want to do, what we're actually doing with our life, our relationships, our intimate relationships with our partners, our relationships with our friends and family, and our finances. So I have five. Oh, no, let me add six. Our spiritual, emotional, our spiritual and emotional state. There we go. So that's six. So all six of those things need to be on the same wavelength. So with that, I'm a Christian. So I attend a Christian church. And my Christianity and the Bible and God and Jesus are very important to me in the way I live my life. It would not make sense to me to attend a mosque, you know, because every everybody is entitled to their own religion. But even though some of the principles of, of Islam might be aligned to who I am as a person, the religion itself is not in alignment with who I am at my core. At my core, I am a Christ believer. And at the core of the religion of Islam is not a belief in Christ. So why would I attend a mosque? Why would I attend a synagogue if that religion doesn't believe in Jesus or doesn't practice the belief of Jesus when I know I do? I hope that I hope that makes sense. So let's bring that down to relationships, intimate relationships. I am single and I am single on purpose because I refuse to be in a relationship with someone 
that doesn't match what I want for my relationship. I want a man who's going to support, who's going to support me in my artistic endeavors and is going to appreciate that I am an artist and I march to the beat of my own drum. I need someone who's going to support me, who's going to laugh with me, who's going to let me cry on their shoulder, who is going to let me spend a lot of time with my family because that's important to me. This person with whom I'm in in a relationship is going to have to appreciate the things I appreciate. I appreciate traveling. I appreciate food. I appreciate my family. I appreciate my friends. I appreciate nature. I appreciate the sun shining. So if I date a guy who cares nothing about nature, if I date a litter bug or you work for a toxic chemical company, you're not the perfect mate for me because we don't have the same beliefs and we don't have the same appreciation for the same things. If you don't appreciate nature, you're not a match for me. I don't care how good looking you are and how good you are in bed or how much money you make. We're not in alignment because what you believe at your core and who you are, what you believe in your heart and who you are in your core does not match with who I am and what I believe. Therefore, we are not in alignment. Finances. It's out of alignment for me to spend my money frivolously on things that don't matter. I don't have a fancy car. I don't buy a lot of clothes because that's not in in alignment with who I am. What's important to me when it comes to my finances is being able to have a pay for my, my, my way of life, pay for my lifestyle. And my lifestyle includes a, a roof over my head, some food in the refrigerator, lights, gas, and water. And the internet, that's my lifestyle. I don't need jewelry. I don't need my nails done. That kind of stuff isn't important to me. When it comes to my finances, what's important to me is being having, being able to have enough money for when I retire so that I can live the life that I want. And I want enough money to travel. So I'm not going to spend money on things like a fancy new coat or nails or this $2,000 iPhone because that's not going to help me travel. If the cost of something just to put in my house, let's say a sound system is the same price as a plane ticket, I'm not going to buy that sound system. I'm going to buy that plane ticket. Okay. So that's, that's again, being in alignment. The things that I hold true and hold important have to match my behavior. So if I'm buying concert tickets a lot or, well, not concert tickets, I, I enjoy concerts, but um, just like shopping on clothes and, and buying knickknacks for the house. I don't need another picture. I don't need another jacket. I don't need another pair of jeans. You know, I don't need, I don't need another pair of shoes to be perfectly honest. I do not need another pair of shoes. So why would I spend money on that? I don't spend money on that. I rarely ever shop for clothes. And the reason why I shop for clothes is because I've either outgrown um, the clothes that I have, or they've, torn somehow they are somehow become frayed or there's too much wear and tear for me to to get away with it okay so that's why i don't shop and if i do spend money it's on things that are really that really affect me positively and the things i'm really passionate about and things i care about which are travel and spending time with my family and eating out i do enjoy going out to eat every once in a while because food is an experience to me so that's what i spend my money on so that's how my finances are in line with with my beliefs and who I am in my core. And I need to be I need to be mindful of all of these things 
all the time and even being aligned with the people around me. Now, I love my family and I love my friends and I'm I'm always going to spend time with them. But I'm mindful of how much time I spend with my friends and my family because how they live their life and what they believe is not in line with what I want to do with my life and for myself. For instance, I have a lovely niece. She's one years old and I love her to death. But I can't spend a lot of time with my sister and this baby because all I'm going to be doing is talking about baby stuff, you know, and oh, look how cute she is. And oh, she can sing old McDonald. And it's super cute. Don't get me wrong. But I can't spend all of my time marveling in how cute my niece is. I got things to do. So I I spend time with people who are doing things in the in the avenues in which I would like to do it in in the in industries and in the companies that I want to be a part of. I work I want to work in production. Let me just say that. I work in production part-time as a as a freelance production assistant or a production coordinator. And I act sometimes if if I'm lucky to to book a a, a casting. And which is really great and I love it. But I want to do more of that. So in order for me to do that, I need to surround myself with people who are working in production all the time because my goal is to work in production all the time. I can't hang out with, no longer can I hang out with people who are trying to build a business or a startup or entrepreneurs. And for the past three to four years, I've been going to a lot of networking events and entrepreneur workshops. And these are all with people who are trying to get a business off the ground. And God love these people, and specifically women, specifically black women. I go to a lot of events that encourage and help black women build their business. And I think it's a fantastic endeavor. I really do. But it's just not me. I'm not trying to build a cupcake business or open my own hair salon. I'm trying to work in video production and in commercial production. So I have to surround myself around the people who are doing that. Now, if I come across an entrepreneur who's trying to build a production business, then obviously I'm going to hang out with them because they're aligned, their endeavors are in line with what my endeavors are. But if you are talking about building your own car dealership or building your own restaurant, I'm going to support you from afar because I can't spend all of my time around you because you're not going to help me grow to where I want to be because you're not in line with where I want to be. You're just, we're just off. We're on two different paths. We're on two different wavelengths. And it has taken me this long, Lord, to figure out why I have been so unhappy. And it's because I've been so off track. And the reason why I've been off track is because the things I were doing, I was doing was not in line with who I was at my core. So it, if you feel the same way, take the time to figure out who you are, who you want to be and what you want for your life and what you want your life to look like. There's a lot of workshops and things about uh, your vision board. And it's like, this is the kind of car I want. And this is the kind of house I want. And it's like, but why? What what will that car do for you? And what will that house do for you? So for instance, I don't have a vision board. I have a purpose in my vision board. So on my board, I'm looking at it right now. I'm in my office recording this and I'm looking at my purpose and vision board. And I have a picture of a house and it says a chef's kitchen. And the reason why I want a house with a chef's kitchen is because I want to shoot videos 
of myself making the recipes that I've loved for years. My mom's banana bread, my, my dad's chili, my aunt's apple turnovers. And I want to share that with the community. I don't care if I never get a like or a subscribe from it, but that is what I want to do. I want to make videos of me cooking. And I'm not even that good of a cook. I'm actually following somebody's res- somebody else's recipe, but I just want to put it out there uh, that I cook and I have these favorite recipes from my from my family and I enjoy doing that. That's something I enjoy doing. I enjoy making my mom's banana bread um, from her recipe. And I just want to record myself doing that. So that's why I have that on my board. I also have in my home, I want a home big enough for a home studio because I want to record more video. I want to have a space for me to record the type of video that I want without any type of time constraints. You know, if you go to, if you pay for a studio space, you have to be out at a certain time. You got to clean up after yourself. There's all type of damages and insurance and all that type of stuff that you have to deal with. And, and I just don't want to deal with that in my dream life. In my dream life, I have a home studio and I can shoot whenever I get an idea. I can just walk into my studio and start creating video. That's that's why I want this this home studio in my dream home because my the way my dream life is set up, the way it looks is that I have the opportunities to create anything I want to create whenever I want to create it. So also in my studio, I paint. I want to be able to paint and I want to be able to sculpt something from clay and I want to be able to spray paint some stuff and I want to be able to get some wire and I want to be able to burn some things and I want to be able to chop some wood. That I want a home that allows me to do all of those things because that feeds my creative nature. And in my dream life, I'm expressing myself creatively as often as possible. So that's just one example of what's on my purpose and vision board. I have what my dream home looks like. I have what my dream work looks like. I have what my dream travel looks like, what I'm doing. Okay, let's just get into travel. So right now I have on my board travel with family. So I have pictures of beaches because my parents... uh, we live in Southern Illinois. We live in the Midwest. They haven't been to a beach. And my mom's, one of my mom's dreams is to go to Sanibel Island and walk along the beach and pick up seashells. So I want, I'm making that a part of my purpose and vision board because it is a vision of mine because my purpose is to spend quality time with my family and that's important to me. And that, that feeds my, my soul, that feeds my spirit. I want to see my friends and family win and I want to see them enjoy their dream life. I want to see them accomplish their dreams and enjoy their dream life. And I want to see them cross things off their bucket list. So that's one thing that's on my bucket list. I'm going to enjoy watching my mom do that. And especially if I can facilitate that for her, if I can make dream travel happen for my family, that's going to fulfill me. It's all about fulfillment, doing things that fulfill who you are as a person who fulfill your nature and speak to you and, and speak to your nature and be, but you have to know what your voice is. You have to know who you are, what you want for your life, what you want your life to look like. What is your vision? What is your dream? What are your goals? What are your hopes? If you don't know those things, then you, the things that you're doing are going to be out of alignment 
because you don't even know who you are. So once you figure out who you are and what you want for your life, then start looking at what you're doing, the relationship that you're in, the friends that you have, the circle that's around you. Start looking at those things. And if they don't match up, get rid of the things that don't match up with who you want to be and what you want for your life. I don't think I can say it any more clearly than that. The word for fourth quarter 2019, because we're heading into 2020 and 2020, the vision is clear. We're going to get some vision, ladies. We're going to get our vision for our lives and we're going to live in our purpose. Whatever purpose, whatever you believe in, that entity has put a purpose on your life. You were created for a reason, for a purpose. You are going to find that, okay? And the way you're going to find that is through alignment. So the word for the next, for the last quarter of this year is align, getting in alignment, being aligned, aligning yourself, okay? Whatever past tense, present tense, tense, past progressive, future progressive, you want to put on the word align, Google it, Go to dictionary.com and break that word down into a noun, a verb, an adverb, a pronoun, a hyperbole, whatever. But the word is aligned for our last quarter. So October, November, um, December, we're in the middle of September right now. Today is September 17th. We're in the middle of September. Um, so we're going to we're going to take the last. Ooh, thank you, Lord. See, the vision is just coming to me as I'm speaking to you guys here in this podcast. So for the last couple of weeks of September, the last few weeks of our third quarter, we're going to spend finding out who we are at our core and what we want for our life and what we want our dream life to look like. That's what we're going to do for the last couple of weeks. So it's September 17th from now until September 30th, you're going to spend time discovering who you are. Okay. Because October 1, 2019, we're aligning. We know who we are. We know what we want with our lives and we know what we want to do. We're going to figure out how to do it. And it's through alignment. We're going to get aligned in this last quarter of 2019. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Sisters on a Journey. Make sure that you follow me on all of my social media at J on a Journey. That's at J-A-Y-E on a Journey. I'm Jay Hodges. This was Sisters on a Journey. Wishing all of my sisters peace on their jobs, peace in their family, and peace in their spirit. I'll see you next Tuesday.